Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Talking Phillies Sports with Matty V. I am your host, Matt Benarchek. Boy, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas, December 23rd, 2021. Listen to the fireplace. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the uh, Eve Before Christmas Eve episode of the podcast. A little Dean Martin bringing us in here with some baby, it's cold outside. You know, it's something so synonymous with me, at least, that with Christmas and, you know, the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. I don't know. I've always had a kinship to that time period. Uh, I wasn't alive then. I wasn't even around then. But there just seems something so simplistic and right with a cigarette in one hand and a glass of scotch in the other. And, you know... For some reason, I think of Christmas when I think of that time frame. Well, here we are. and, and But the show must go on, and we're going to roll through another podcast. It's been a great week. It's been a short week. It's been a short week for a lot of people. A lot of people got a lot of moving pieces going on this week. I, of course, am one of those individuals. Not done with my Christmas shopping yet. No, actually, I have to go out first thing tomorrow morning and see if I can get something straightened out with my Christmas shopping. So, I hope that you out there have completed all your Christmas shopping and you're getting ready to celebrate the holiday with your loved ones and the people that you care about. It's a great time of the year, and I'm and I'm happy to be here with you to bring you into it. But well, we got some football to talk about. That's right. We got week 16 of the National Football League bearing down on us right now as we speak. Uh, it's begun. The Niners are battling the Tennessee Titans right now as we speak. And I want to get to my picks here in a second. And I'm going to, we're going to talk about the week that is coming up in the NFL as well as set the table a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's Christmas, but that doesn't mean we're not going to do the Eagle pregame show. No, 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 no. We are going to do it. I'm working out with Mr. Kyle Quinn right now as we're trying to kind of navigate, maneuver around Christmas. But we intend to bring you the Eagle pregame show, Eagle Giants pregame show. So same thing applies that does every Thursday show. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. But we're going to leave the meat on the bone for the Eagles pregame. So let's get right into the NFL this week. First, let's recap. We always do that. I was 10-6 and six last week. 10-6. and six. That's a good week. That's like back-to-back double-digit win weeks. So I, I can't be upset about that. Brings my record up to a 132-93 and 93 as I get ready for the home stretch. But now this is the hardest part of the season, though. It really is. Because you got teams that are... Not necessarily packing it in for the year, but, you know, maybe they're working a different agenda. Maybe they're working a different quarterback or a different wideout or a different offensive line combination, kind of seeing what they got for the future. And maybe some of the players, some of the, this, this, you know, the, the reliable veterans are, are not playing as much due to injury, fatigue, whatever the case may be. So it's a very difficult time to pick games. But we have enough races right now along the NFL to kind of still – sink our teeth into it so to speak so let's get right into it tonight as i mentioned the niners and rams or niners and rams niners and titans are doing battle uh it's all in the background i don't see the score i don't i can barely see the game i'm gonna go with the niners on this this one and then it takes our takes us to christmas day we have two christmas day matchups hopefully here in the national football league 
First one is Cleveland at Green Bay, and the other one is Indy at Arizona. Two very intriguing games for different reasons. Let's talk about the first one, Cleveland and Green Bay. Green Bay is pushing for that number one seed in the NFC. They're, they're just pushing, and they're a really good football team. They're hitting on all cylinders. Cleveland, listen, that AFC North is tight. It's bogged down. I think there's one game separating the last place team from the first place team. It's a tight, tight race. They can't afford to lose this game. I don't like Cleveland in this one. I think I think Green Bay and Lambeau on Christmas. Give me Green Bay all day long. Then the second game, we got Indian Arizona. A little Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz action. That's right. That's about the only thing intriguing me about this game because we don't have to care anymore about what Carson Wentz does. Right, Philadelphia? Right? Did everybody hear me? I'm waiting. You in the back. Did you hear that? All right, everybody stand up. Put your right hand in the air. Repeat after me. We don't have to care anymore what Carson Wentz does. Right? That's it. We're going to turn it right off. He got us that first-round draft pick. We're going to turn it right off. Yeah. All right. That takes us to Detroit, Atlanta. I like Detroit. I think they're, they're a really good news story. I think that, honestly, if they can go ahead and maybe address some offensive issues, I think they are definitely a better team next year. Love their head coach. Give me Detroit. Baltimore and Cincy, give me Cincinnati. Again, that very tight AFC North. This is going to be an interesting week. There's going to be some answers or some questions answered this week. Then we got the Rams and the Vikings. Come on, Rams. Obvious reasons. We need, we need Minnesota to lose. They stand in our way for that number seven seed. Give me the Rams. Buffalo, New England. Buffalo was a great story for one year, and they have fallen back down to earth, have not met the expectations that they probably set forth for themselves in 21. Give me New England. Jacksonville and the Jets in the I don't care, no one's watching bowl. Uh, give me Jacksonville. Tampa and Carolina, give me Tampa. Chargers in Houston, give me Chargers. The Bears and Seattle, give me Seattle. Pitt and or Kansas City, give me KC. Denver and the Raiders, give me the Raiders. Washington versus Dallas, baby. Daddy needs Dallas to lose. That's right. I don't care. I Washington can win all day long. I need Dallas to lose. I need him to lose bad. Give me Washington. I need Dallas to lose. And I am going to speak on that here in a minute. And then we got Miami against Nylons. Uh A lot more of an intriguing game than I think a lot of people uh, give this game credit for. You know, Miami started the season out god awful. But they've won like seven in a row which has affected greatly our first-round draft pick. But this is actually a very intriguing game against two teams that are fighting for playoff spots. I like this game. It's a Monday night game. I don't know who had the foresight to actually schedule this game, but it worked out. So, But I like New Orleans in this, which then brings me to the game of the week, as it is every week. We got the Giants and the Eagles at the link. One o'clock start to wrap up our only back-to-back homestand of the year. Now, what are we looking at in this in this game? There's so many stories, so many things to talk about. COVID, of course, definitely being one of them. Nick Sirianni tested positive or entered in the COVID protocol yesterday. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan today was uh, moved into COVID protocol. So COVID is still a huge story, unfortunately, but it is. Whether or not Nick Sirianni is going to be ready to coach, Unknown. Whether or not Ryan Kerrigan is going to play, it really doesn't matter. He hasn't done a damn thing all year, so uh, I just wish him the best. I, I mean, I don't really care if he gets on the field. Does anybody really give a damn? <laughs> right? So, but 
the obvious thing. Eagles need to win this game. The Eagles need to win this game. We need to keep this thing going. We need to build off the momentum. And we just got to keep moving. On the on the other side of off the foot off the field, I guess kind of off the field, the Pro Bowl selections were announced today. And the Eagles are sending three. That's right, three. Two primaries and an alternate. Right? Jason Kelsey, who's a no-brainer to to have made the Pro Bowl, and Darius Slay. And Jalen Hurts made it as the alternate quarterback. So congratulations to those three individuals. Each one of them are deserving of the honor. I know you can, we can talk a little bit about Jalen and maybe even Darius. I, I'm, I just don't – I've never been in on him. I just don't think he's he's been what he was advertised to be. But congratulations to old uh, – I wish I could make a play slay or big play slay. What that's what he calls himself, big play slay, as he moves on into the Pro Bowl for the Eagles. And, of course, Jason Kelsey, an all-time Eagle, if there ever was one. <sighs> Get that all out. Good stuff. All right, now on to my main topic of the night, and that is whether or not the Philadelphia Eagles are a playoff team. Or where is it? Was that my topic? No, 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 no. My topic is scenarios. Okay, here we go. I've told you since about, I would I would say week seven or eight. I think it was after the, might have been after the Raider game. It probably was. I was, I was out. I was out on this team, and, and I remain out. I, I don't um, I don't like this defense, and I don't like the head coach. I don't, and I hate the GM. I I really do. But again, I I look at this thing through Eagle fan eyes. I'm an Eagle fan. I'll die an Eagle fan. I, I'm I bleed midnight and Kelly Green. All right. I'm not ever never going to sit here and openly, you know, want them to lose. I'm not for tanking. Right. I just think that right now it's a good story. The Eagles are a good story right now. I don't necessarily think because, as I said a long time ago, to me, a successful season is based on championships. Pure, simple. One, two, three. I got it. There's certain teams out there that, you know, are happy whether or not they make it, get the 500 or they make the playoffs. Uh, you get a playoff win, or, you know, home get home playoff game, whatever. I, I, I don't think the Eagles are like that. And it's funny. It is actually very funny to me that in this town, I have to defend my stance on whether or not Super, uh, Super Bowl or championships is the measuring stick. But yet, in the same breath, the people that want to be like, well, you can't say that because you can't win Super Bowls every year. Well, why can't you? Yeah, of course you can't. And then they're all like, well, it could be worse. You know, we, we're, not the, we're not the Cleveland Browns. We're not Detroit. We're not Jacksonville. You know, I know that. But yet you, if you're going to tell me in one side of your mouth that we're not the Jacksonville Jaguars or the J- Detroit Lions, but then you're also going to tell me on the other side of your mouth that Super Bowls are nice, but they're not the measuring stick. I, I don't get it. Because teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions would look at a season, a 500 season, as a win. They would look at a 500 season as a successful season. They would look at getting into the playoffs as a successful season. If we ain't them, which we're not, then why do we look at the same things as successes? Right? I, 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 don't, I don't understand the rationale. To me, it's about the Super Bowls. And right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are not a Super Bowl team. But either were the 2007 Giants. 
And look what they did. They were able to kind of catch a wave into the playoffs. They played their best football in January, which is really what you got to do anyway. And they ended up beating the Patriots in one of the most classic Super Bowls of all time. So I'm not saying there's not a chance. But I'm just saying on, on paper, this team is too thin. We have holes all over the roster. And we're going to spend months talking about that when this season does end. We're going to send, spend months talking about what do we do next. But we're not there yet. Because as we look at, at the playoff landscape, we're in the playoffs right now. We're in the hunt. We're in a hunt for a wild card, but we're also in a hunt for a division championship. Yes, yeah, I know, I know. Relax, relax. Don't get all verklempt. I got it. The 10-4 and four Dallas Cowboys don't seem like much of a threat to the 7-7 seven and seven Philadelphia Eagles. I understand that. I know there's a bunch of stuff that has to happen along the way in order for this thing to be even a, a race. I, I am totally... Totally not living in a different plane of reality or existence. I got it. I got it, got it, got it. But I am about to tell you about a scenario that could play itself out. It could play itself out starting this Sunday. That the Eagles find themselves on January the 9th playing the Dallas Cowboys for a shot at the division title. As unlikely as it sounds from both the standpoint of the Dallas of the 10 of 4 Dallas Cowboys and the 7 and 7 Philadelphia Eagles. But there is a chance. And here we go. Are you ready to hear the scenario? I can't hear you. All right. So in order for this scenario to play itself out, the first thing that has to happen is the Eagles need to win out and the Cowboys need, need to lose out. And we already know the Eagles let next three or let final three opponents are the New York Giants, the football team, and the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have a little bit of a harder road. They had the football team this week. They got Arizona next week, and then they finish up against the Eagles. So it is pivotal. This football team game on Sunday is pivotal. It's a Sunday night game. It is. It is pivotal in order for this thing to work out. So for this scenario to work out, at the end of the day on January 9th, the teams who have, the Cowboys would have had to have lost out and the Eagles would have had to have won, won out. Now, it ain't as simple as that because they would both finish with 10 and 7 records. So there we go. We're tied. Now, the first thing they look at is um, the first tiebreaker is obviously the record, or the first tiebreaker is divisional records. Boom. We're both going to be 4 and 2. So it doesn't work out. The next tiebreaker is head-to-head, boom, doesn't work out. Or I'm sorry, the first tiebreaker is head-to-head. Then it's division. Then they then they talk about the common game record, right? Which means uh, which means common opponents on each each other's schedules and how they would have done with against those teams. Eagles and Cowboys would finish both at eight and six, eight and six. So boom, that doesn't work out. Then they would go conference record. In this scenario, the Eagles and Cowboys would be eight and four in the conference. Boom, that doesn't work out. Then we get down to the next tiebreaker, which is strength of victory. Now, the strength of victory is the combined record of the teams that were beaten in both teams' schedules. So, for example, you take all the teams that the Eagles beat and their final records, add them up, take all the teams that the Cowboys beat and their final records, add them up, and whoever has the best record 
would win that tiebreaker. That is the scenario that's going to have to happen for the Eagles. And right now, as we get ready for week 16, the SOV or the strength of victory records of the, of the Philadelphia Eagles is 36, 61 and one. And the Cowboys strength of victory record is 66 and 74. seems like it's way skewed towards the Cowboys right now, isn't it? It is, but we have three weeks to go. And each week, Everyone's record changes. Now, I got it. It changes by a game. But those games will add up. And if the Eagles can beat a team with a 10-game with win, whereas the Cowboys lose to a team with 10 games, which would be the Eagles, there's a big 10-game shift. Now, that N1, of course, comes from the Detroit Lions. Whether or not that plays itself into this, I don't know. But every time a tie seems to pop up, it seems to benefit the Eagles. So keep an eye on that. The first key ingredient of this scenario, of course, is the Eagles need to win out. They don't win out. The division's gone. Matter of fact, if, if Dallas beat, beats the football team, boom, this thing is up in the air. It's out. It's over. Dallas will, will clinch the NFC East Sunday with a victory. They must lose out. The Eagles must win out. And then we need some help. So there is a pathway to the division. As unlikely as it sounds right now, there's a pathway to the division. Sound good, doesn't it? Sounds a little hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got to do math at the end in order for it to be really, really hopeful. But we stick with it, right? We hang in there. We do what we got to do to do our best that we can. Whew. All right. Listen, I'm not going to talk about the Flyers. There's really nothing to talk about. NHL is in its holiday pause. And it's unfortunate. But, of course, we know now for sure that the NHL will not be sending players to the Olympics. They will use February and that pre-programmed block of time in order to make up some of these COVID games. I think they said there's NHL-wide, like, 50 games. Also, for those of you who are fans of the American Hockey League, like I am, uh, today was announced that the AHL All-Star Weekend, or the, you know, the game, the weekend, in Laval, up there in Ontario, was also being canceled. So it's very disturbing. It's very unfortunate and disturbing news. But that's a conversation for a whole other day and a whole other show. I'm not doing that here. It's Christmas, right? It's Christmas. It's time for love, peace, and joy. It's time to put aside our petty issues and revel in each other. And that's what I plan to do. And that's what I hope you plan to do. I hope you plan to snuggle your up with somebody like you love and just enjoy yourselves. As I said, I am planning and working on getting back to you sometime in the very near future before the Sunday game against the Giants in order to knock out the Hawking Billions Sports Matty V Eagles free game show with my main man, Kyle Quinn. Until we talk again, everybody, have yourselves a merry, merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we'll talk soon. Take care. How lucky that you've got me. Look out the window at the stars. Gosh, your lips look delicious. The waves upon the top of the 
Gosh, your lips are delicious. Never such a loser before. Baby, you'd freeze out there. It's up to your knees out there. I feel when you touch my hands. How can you do this thing to me? Think of my life long If you got pneumonia and that, get over that old out. Baby, it's cold. Baby, it's cold outside.